I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Pay Attention, Please, Hollywood Life's Real Housewives podcast. I'm Chris Rogers. And I'm Eric Tedisco. And we are back, finally. I feel like it's been a while since we've done an episode. We had some, you know, days off and then, you know, a lull a little little bit in guests. It's just like a weird time in Housewives world um, where, you know, Jersey's wrapping up, Atlanta's still at the beginning, and we're waiting for OC. But we do have a lot to talk about this week. I know you, Eric, you and I have sort of been discussing a little bit Jersey and Vanderpump, but we wanted to save Mm -hmm. a big chunk of our combo for this podcast episode. But before we get to that, um, we just want to tease that we did interview Brittany Cartwright, who, you know, obviously was Vanderpump Rules star for a few mm-hmm. seasons. Um, she's promoting, you know, a partnership with a swimwear, swimwear line, but um, she did talk about Vanderpump Rules and, um, you know, she kind of teased that a few things about whether or not her and Jax might be returning to the show, how she feels about, you know, Scandal. I know, Obviously, her and Jax have talked about it a lot on their own podcast, as well as um, that, like, Peacock rewatch show. Um, But I feel like she still was open and talked a little bit about things that we haven't heard before. Um, So everyone should definitely stick around for that interview at the end of this, um, because, you know, she was definitely fun to chat with. And, uh, you know, it's been a while since we've talked to her. Or at least yeah, Brittany, Brittany was super fun to chat with. She did um, give her thoughts on just what's going on in the world of Vanderpump, which is obviously a lot going on. Um, she talked a little bit about what the future of TV looks like for her and Jax. I think she dropped a couple tidbits that I think you and I found interesting that you know yeah. the listeners will find interesting as well. So um, yeah, everyone's going to definitely want to hear that because it was fun to have her on. It was good timing too that worked out. She's promoting a bathing suit line and obviously Vanderpump is so in the news and you and I have been covering it like a ton lately and um yeah the timing worked out great and she was a joy to have on she's such a southern belle so sweet yeah (laughs) um and we do have a lot about Vanderpump rules to talk about later in the episode um Mm -hmm. but let's start with Atlanta because we haven't talked a lot about that yet um Mm -hmm. obviously we're several episodes in now we're still at the beginning um the ladies are in Alabama um Birmingham specifically um Kenya planned this trip um what I'm curious what your thoughts are on this season so far I have my opinions and I will share them but I want to know sort of how you feel so far this season are you liking it are you liking the cast etc yeah definitely a mixed bag for me I feel like we started off really strong with like a really strong first episode everyone was kind of getting into the mix since then, I think that there's a couple of flaws going on. One is that like every time there's something going on, somebody's missing. I know. Everyone's like always missing. So Drew was just absent from the first episode. Yeah. And obviously, she's a very focal point of this season, given what we know with her, you know, her and her, Ralph end up breaking up. Um, but then Candy didn't go on the trip. Correct me if I'm wrong. Candy and Drew both didn't go on this Alabama yeah. trip. Yeah. So it's just, and then I think Sheree wasn't at the Drew and Candace from Potomac performance Mm -hmm. so there's just been people missing the whole time and I feel like really trying to shoehorn Courtney and Moneta Courtney specifically to kind of fill the gaps which like I don't I don't know like the Courtney and the the Courtney in the mix is like not feeling authentic it just feels like she's there to make an impact on each episode and like for her to be memorable which like I guess she is pretty memorable I mean we're talking about her so I guess she's doing something right but like I don't know I just I, I think that I've seen this this kind of talk about Atlanta where like each person is good. Like I like Drew on the show. I like Candy. I like Sheree. Like I like each individual, but something about like the vibe with the group just doesn't work. Like the dynamics like aren't intriguing and it doesn't feel like how some of the other housewives feels where it's like a group of people that have a complex dynamic between them as individuals. Like it just feels like 
you just took a couple people and like threw them together and like the relationships aren't fleshed out enough yet. Yes. And like, this is only the second season with this specific group. Yeah. Obviously Sonya is new to the show. Marlo um, just, you know, got a peach last season. Sheree came back after she was gone for a few years. So um, Manietta and uh, Courtney are both obviously new. So it just doesn't feel like the dynamics are fleshed out between all of the women. And I feel like we're still trying to get there, but I feel like the beginning of the season for most housewives can be a little bit slow. So I yeah. definitely like want to give it more time because I thought it started off really well. I just feel like we're in a little bit of a lag in the last maybe two episodes. Yeah, um, I feel similar. Um, I do think we need to give it more of a chance. I agree with that. We are at the beginning, um, probably about a quarter of the way into the season. Um, strong star. Now we're kind of in a, uh, you know, I think the show overall is sort of missing a bit of star power um that's not to discredit candy and kenya the problem with candy and kenya who i feel are probably the biggest ones on the cast mm -hmm. right now Agreed. Um, as far as star power um i feel like they're kind of just like not giving us authentic real stuff about their life like i want to hear more about Kenya's marriage with Mark I want I, I'm liking yeah. that she's like talking to someone and we're getting little glimpses of her talking to a new guy I kind of want to see that play out I'm not really here for the hair care storyline like it'll be funny but like I don't know it just feels recycled and then Candy you know and this is something Marlo's brought up this season is Candy's very strategic with what she talks about on camera and what she doesn't i i like the todd family aspect that we're getting a little bit of in the beginning um you know with them struggling you know to find time for each other but again that feels like stuff she's talked about before mm -hmm. it feels like a safe storyline i feel like we lost a lot with the the exits of portia and cynthia um you know, obviously it's just not, it doesn't feel fresh or intriguing. Like, I just feel like anything yeah. that anyone's giving is not like that interesting. Like there's no, not that every housewives needs a Jen Shah or an Erica Jane type scandal to like blow up the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But like, it just feel like I'm not intrigued by anything going on, whether like, like, I mean, the Sheree and Martel stuff is kind of interesting. It's like not juicy enough. Nothing yeah, is like that juicy. And honestly, it's kind of giving low budget. Like what the hell is this trip to Birmingham? Exactly. Alabama like yeah like, Alabama. like it's just even last season the Blue Ridge like it's just not it feels like it's so low bar mm -hmm. everything is low bar about the show now mm -hmm. and you wouldn't have said that about Atlanta a couple of years ago no. and yes the cast has changed but the cast changes in every franchise so we can't completely hold out to the fire because that's the part of reality tv OC has changed New York has changed yeah like that's just how it goes but it's every just so it's just so low bar it just feels like it's so b-team yeah, something's off. I mean, even episode four, I saw the ratings and it's like, obviously you can't, mm. you can't compare ratings to what they were a couple years ago. Like no one watches yeah. live TV as much anymore, but we're getting like 600,000 live viewers on Atlanta when, uh, you know, it's just, giving Dallas. <laughs> yeah, it's giving Dallas. It's giving um, <laughs> Dubai. It's, it's not good. Like it's not in a good spot. Um, and even, you know, Jersey and, and Beverly Hills are pulling close to a million live viewers a week, yeah. 800 mm -hmm. at, at the least, 800,000. So like 600,000 for Atlanta, that was the top housewife show for many, many, many years. It's not good. I don't think that this cast is going to stay the same next season unless something blows up. I agree. And it's like completely wild and the ratings they're going to keep drew you know they're keeping drew i actually you know i'm kind of like bummed that drew hasn't been around enough i, know, I, I, love, I don't know if this is a hot take i think she might be my favorite she i don't know if that's a hot take if i'm looking at the cast she might be my favorite i find myself very veered towards the drew candy kenya people though versus yes. the sonya like marlo i mean we taught her all the okay. time recently she's nothing she's nothing but a sweetheart but boy is that woman trying hard i love like, my god i think she's trying hard don't you yeah, I love Marla. There's no disrespect to her, but I've always felt, and I don't know if it's because she was a friend for so long. I don't feel like she's housewife. I feel like she's friend. And I just yeah. feel like she's she doesn't have, I don't know, like the depth, the depth story. I don't know. I just don't like I'm not interested. Like, and I like no. you said, I think she's trying too hard. It's like Courtney, it's just like the friend of energy that is mm -hmm. like, oh my god, I want to be on camera, I want to get as much storyline, etc. But I just don't, I feel like Marla's better as a friend. And I feel like some housewives are that way. And it's just, yeah. I think 
basically it kind of sounds like we agree that like next season i know we're like way ahead of the game and stuff and like we're not even there yet but they need to change things up a lot for season 16 it just like we need some people back i I think that's probably why they brought cynthia in for an episode or however long she comes Mm -hmm. back at the end of this season we got appearance by kim zolciak i wouldn't be shocked if we see kim zolciak back next season especially so much material material with the alums i mean you can't even make it up the fact that all these women that are not on the show now have i mean the porsche simon thing is such so intriguing people i think loved i didn't really keep up with it that much but i think people were loving the porsche spinoff there's definitely a lot there with porsche i mean the kim zolziak stuff is just getting crazier so bravo's definitely gonna want to capitalize on that kim is either on atlanta or she's on the next girl's trip girl's trip six oh yeah she's on something we're gonna be seeing her very very soon in my in my my prediction um but um yeah atlanta you know we'll see what happens we'll see jersey we have to talk about that was a jersey's not boring me jersey's not boring jersey always still especially their reunions they deliver probably the they probably have the best reunions. Like if I had to go through all the franchises and be like, what is consistently at the best reunions? I kind of feel like it's Jersey. Yeah, me too. It's yeah. Um, Let's start with the less bulky stuff. Let's wait for the Teresa and Melissa. Like the, um, I thought it was so interesting that um, we could start with the Rachel and Danielle stuff because they really just tried to move on from that. That yeah. Andy was like, this storyline's stupid. You guys are not giving <laughs> us anything. Yeah. Let it go. And yeah. I so agree because I really like seeing them as friends. And I feel like they both joined the show at the same time when there's like this war brewing between two sides and they both each got kind of got pulled in opposite directions. And they like lost the ability to form an individual friendship outside of the Melissa Marge side and the Teresa Jennifer side. And so I kind of agreed with what everyone was saying, like the storyline's stupid. And also as a fan, like I would love to see that dynamic in a, in a positive dynamic carry on next season because I presume that Rachel and Danielle are sticking around because things are so repetitive. I think that the show likes the fresh blood. So I do think we're going to see both of them again. And I don't want to see them just ones on one side, ones on the other. I want to see more of their dynamic and more of them shuffling things up. Yeah. Yeah. I I like them. Um, I think there's some, yeah. I think they'll be back. Um, Jersey rarely shakes things up. They like to keep, and I've heard Andy say that Jersey is doing really, really well. I mean, we've seen the the ratings, the viewership really well. Like I said, it's getting average, probably like a million live viewers a week. Um, It's probably the strongest. It's either that or Beverly Hills is the strongest housewife. I think it's probably number two. Yeah. It's probably number two at this point. So it's doing well. So you don't want to, you don't Mm want to, it too much um but yes the fight between rachel and danielle was stupid it carried on way too yeah. long it's fine if they fought about it for one maybe two episodes max but we don't need to be talking about mm-hmm. it all season long and you know when andy's telling you to get over it they're probably like oh crap we want to keep our job let's be friends again like you know yeah. they're, they're yeah. listening to the producer the, the person who runs the ship over there right like, um okay let's get along and then, then the other thing was them talking to Dolores about Polly, um, Polly, and that he's still married, which I think Margaret did mention like beforehand in like an after show or something. So I had saw that like on Twitter that that was like common knowledge um, before Dolores said it during the reunion. But yeah, Polly's still married. I'm calling it right now. Season it'll be season fourteen. Dolores is getting engaged next season. Call you right now, one hundred percent. She's getting engaged next season. I mean, one hundred percent. She's getting engaged on season fourteen. Sometimes I wonder if Housewives just like plan this out, sort of like oh, like. They love this kind of this kind of storyline. Keep yourself on like the show. They love and they like, oh, get engaged yeah. next season. And I'll get married the next season. It'll give me two more seasons. Like you uh-huh. know. Um, but I love Dolores. Um, she's can like, she speak up for once though? Like she's so Switzerland. Yeah, I do wish she would speak up. So I just realized the other day, like she's obviously the voice of reason of the show, and I think she brings to the show what I miss about. And I'm not here to preach about Caroline Manzo, but I feel <laughs> <Wait>. like <laughs> I feel like Caroline is a good voice of reason on the show, and that's why I think I miss her so much. But the mm-hmm. difference between the two is Caroline would speak up when someone was out of line and she would call them out. And that's not, that wasn't always Teresa. You know, she did it to Jacqueline. She did it to, I'm sure she did it to yeah. Dina. She did it to Danielle, mm-hmm. she did it, you know. Mm-hmm. And yes, some people saw that as like, oh, she was almost like a Heather Dubrow where it's like- godfather as yeah. yeah, you're above yeah. us. But I wish Dolores would kind of meet somewhere in the middle of that she's a good voice of reason for the cast but she's almost too switzerland where like you said she's not i mean she was even annoyed by the 
you know, when she turned to Jackie or how Melissa got how Melissa got on the show. Topic. Jackie, Danielle. Danielle. Yeah. Jackie's not on the stage yet. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's the blondes. When she turned to Danielle yeah. and she was like, this story is so old about like Melissa getting on the show. I wish she would have said that out loud to Teresa. Say it to Teresa, I get your friends and you went to high school and you got the Italian connection. Yada, yada, yada. Say it out loud. Yes. Have you seen the after shows? Like, you know how they're all grouped together? Like the after shows that come out of YouTube. Teresa and Dolores are a pair. Yeah, and where like Teresa Dolores says and Dolores's eyes are like literally like going across the sea. Like her, she, her eyes are bulging of like some of the things that Teresa says. Like <laughs> yeah. that's the moments where like I feel like when Dolores first joined the show, her and Teresa like fought because uh, uh, Dolores hated Danielle. Like mm-hmm. I, I wish we saw more of that because it is interesting how long they've known each other. It's just like Jersey's just so divided right now that everyone's just like picking their team and like sticking with it even though Dolores is definitely still the bridge because I feel like she has good relationships with the other side of the couch mm-hmm. but like no one speaks up against their own people kind of like no one speaks up against the couch that they're sitting on um I know. listen the Teresa and Melissa stuff you got off the bat crazy I mean there's just no there's no coming back like it's over I, it's, it has to be over with them like it's there's I no mean, to be honest I mean I don't yes We've seen them go go at each other this hard before, but yeah, I don't think they're, I don't, I mean, they never liked each other. I think that was known. No. They hit it pretty okay the last few seasons. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's no, I'm just trying to think what to like dive into first. They said so much. Um, you know, there were so- still- Go ahead. I will say, I think the biggest thing from now versus then is like when they were fighting season three, four, five, it was all like very new and fresh. And like Melissa and Joe were on the show, and like Teresa like was losing everyone, didn't have allies. Like now, I mean, you have Teresa saying, like, you're leaving, you're leaving the show. First of all, she's totally drunk with power because she's been on the show so long. And I think that the biggest flaw with Jersey, as much as it's one of my favorite franchises, and I think it's the same for you, definitely, I know it's up there for you, it, it has turned into one lead star I guess depending how you look at it like with Teresa like like she has become the face of the franchise in a way that I don't think any franchise really has that except like maybe Kyle with Beverly Hills like Kyle still like gets along with everyone she's very so mediator you know she's more like to herself like people don't call it the Kyle show like people are so like yes vocal about calling Jersey the Teresa show and I get it like that went on pause when she went to jail you know, um, and stuff like that. And I, you know, the storyline for the past 12, 11, 12 seasons has been central mm-hmm. on her family, her downfall for friendships with Caroline and Jacqueline. Um, Everybody. <laughs> everyone. Um, and in the in the last, you know, four to five seasons, it's been like the Melissa team versus the Teresa team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it does... That is the flaw of the show is like, you know, there's the, the debate. Can the show go on without Teresa? Can it? Uh, I do think that if Teresa were ever to go, we're as close to it as ever. I think it's now. I think it's now. And I think, I don't know if it'll be like, I think if anything, it'll be like, Andy will have a talk with her and be like, hey, listen, just take a pause, take a beat. Like, let's, let's give you a breather, enjoy your married life. Like you had a good closing, you had a wedding, like this is toxic for you. Maybe you should step away or we think it's best. But I think he'll tell her, listen, we'll bring you back in a couple seasons like you did with Tamara, um, like you did with supposedly with Dorinda. Um, I think there would be a plan for her to come back, I think, but I think it would be a day when Melissa's not on the show anymore. I don't think they can, I don't think they can coexist anymore. I I don't know. I don't really don't know. They would, do the show without both of them and now I'm literally like I could see them getting rid of both of them I could see them just I saying see. we're over this war you're both done I can you kind of did them to yourselves we're going to keep probably everybody else it's mm-hmm. over you're done Teresa and you're done Melissa and you're done, oh, and you're done too Lily like I've never thought that all this time watching the show never been this close I was talking like some like kind of casual fans people I know that like watch the show obviously aren't in depth with it as like you and I are but mm-hmm. just kind of interested in like taking people's pulse and stuff and like I feel like the overall sentiment is like this has to end that whole dynamic and I feel like this is the closest it's ever been to like I could see Teresa being on next season I could see Melissa being on next season I could see that entire thing just getting wiped out and being like you're all done and yeah. I never I wouldn't have said that five months ago I wouldn't have said that as we were recapping the first episode of this new season or even halfway through the season or even at Ireland but like I really could see them doing that 
I think this is one of the hardest decisions, not to be dramatic, that Bravo like has to figure out with Housewives, what to do about Jersey, because I really don't even know what you do. Like you have to stop this cycle, the hamster wheel from going with this stuff, but then it's, I just and hope- I think that fans are so crazy between Team Therese and Team Melissa that you might have to just knock them both out of the equation right. to give everybody what they don't want or what they do want, you know? Then everybody loses and wins at the same time, so to speak. Yeah, I could see that happening. Um, I'm okay with that, by the way. <laughs> I'm good with I'm honestly good with them all going. I think I would be okay with it. I just don't want them doing what they did to New York. I don't want a whole new same. I like the connection between season and season like keep Dolores she has an interesting story going on everyone loves Frank uh they're keeping Jen Aiden I think they're keeping Marge too Marge Dolores Jen Aiden the rest are up for grabs um it's a toss-up between the rest of them um I could see them maybe giving Jen Fessler a full-time season to see how she does she'll be back in some capacity I think. she'll be back in some capacity I think Jackie will be let go I think Melissa might both be let go but I think if they do that, I almost wonder, is that the moment that they bring Caroline back? And would she do it without Teresa and Melissa? Maybe that would be what sways her. And then Bravo would have the money to pay her. But I don't know. Yeah. And now there's that whole other or layer, which is the whole the layer of the whole girls trip four thing, I think, has now deterred her from wanting to go back at all. Forget no, yeah, Teresa's there or not. That's a whole other problem. Right. So maybe not. Maybe maybe they just move forward with who they have add some new people to the mix and see how it does i'm like i'm fascinated with what they're going to decide like i can't wait for like the whatever article or the instagram post to come out it's you know you know it's going to be like a variety article that comes out like this person's leaving like it's i'm so interested like i think it's i'm not trying to be dramatic like i think this is like a really hard thing i don't think that they know what to do i think i mean andy has said like they're at a crossroads like i genuinely think right now they like don't really know what to do i think so too i think it's it's tough and it's I could also see them keeping them both another year that they would need to bring in. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. It's tough. It's, I'm excited. There's just, there's such a stalemate right now between the two sides that like, you can't keep the same cast next season because it's so, and now it's like how that whole side is accusing Louie of stuff. I'm very interested to see part two and yeah, three, but Louie comes out because there's some major accusations and like, there's so much bad blood between even the men that it's like you can't move with this group of friends it's like and we'll obviously get to Vanderpump but like this dynamic between these group of people like it can't thrive when there's so much dislike it's just something's something's gonna change change. like I think for sure Teresa's gone and the only reason I think that is I think Louis her down is gonna be her downfall I think he's a liability at this point like you can't have a private investigator call like looking into your castmates you can't have we don't know you know there's obviously gonna be allegations in the next two episodes about you know family members getting called and stuff like that I don't know the extent of that but it doesn't sound good and um I wonder if they'll make her a friend like almost like they did with Vicky um because that mm-hmm. way louis wouldn't really be on camera as much and it would sort of teresa would still be in the mix maybe they cut melissa bump teresa to a friend and or keep melissa and bump teresa to a friend i don't know if she would do that but yeah uh, i think bravo like is really weary about louis I, that's just the vibe i'm getting between yes. things that andy has said and just like the edit i guess and i feel like they are petrified of firing the Gorgas and giving Teresa by proxy Louis complete control over this franchise. I think that they're literally petrified. And you know, one thing about Andy and production is that they hate when someone's like, you're getting fired. This is my show. Teresa doing that is taking her own grade. They hate, and I was actually surprised that they, I saw this like on Twitter somewhere that they chose to leave in Teresa saying like, oh, you're going bye-bye. They put it in the trailer. They were hyping it up like clip after clip. Like would they show that? And then, fire the Gorgas and all of Teresa's enemies, which they've already done already, and then let her stay. Like, that's really, like, now it's, okay, you're just going to let her, like, you demoted Jackie after Jackie went against Teresa for four seasons straight. Like, how many times are you going to let, it's not even about Teresa, it's like any franchise, you can't let one person keep winning, because then it's like everyone just comes into battle and then just gets knocked out anyway. It's like, what's the point? And then you have the Jennifer and Danielle's and I'm not saying that they're not generally friends with Teresa then you have an incentive for people like them to join the show and to kiss Teresa's butt you lose a whole dynamic of who's friends with who and who's not friendly with who by making a statement and saying this is Teresa's show and if you go against her you're gone even if you're her blood relative so I think that that's a predicament that they're in I mean wishful thinking on my part and this is terrible but 
I kind of hope they got Teresa and Jennifer. You want Jennifer Aiden gone? Yeah. I, I don't think they're going to get rid of Jennifer. Teresa. Okay, I would rather them get rid of the Gorgas and the Judases and keep everyone else, except yeah. maybe Jackie. I know, like, I, I, I know you love Melissa and Joe, and I do too, but I just, I'm okay with them wiping out that whole thing. Yeah, because the problem is if you, if you if you get rid of one and you keep the other, there's going to be a war with, like, I don't even, I'm just thinking about, like, the yeah, social media yeah. aspect of it all, which Bravo should not listen to what people are typing on their Twitters because that's not even close to, you know, I mean, Twitter is, like, very divided and stuff, but that's not even what represents the normal fandom and the majority of the fandom of what people are saying on Twitter. I'm good with them knocking them both out. I really you know, am. Two, the last thing I want to say, I know we're getting mm-hmm. in this, but, like, I actually, now that I think about it, I actually think I could see them knocking Teresa and Melissa both out. Just give the show a breather, see what happens. Keeping Jennifer because she's actually, I feel like her and Bill are on the verge of like something, some kind of- They do not want to miss that. They don't want to miss that. They don't want to miss that. I think we're on the verge of a split. I don't wish a split on anyone, but I don't think that- No, of course not. And Jennifer's, we've had her, we've talked to her. She's she's so lovely. She really is very nice. Like it's not personal. It's just like, I think that is- coming hopefully not but i could see it mm-hmm. coming i'm sure rob was like let's see what happens there you know danielle's got the good storyline with her brother they want to see how that plays out probably um if there's more to it um and whatnot but jersey's yeah by far one of my Great. favorite franchises i'm excited to see what happens with it yeah. see what else happens in the reunion um, and we'll carry on these predictions and these combos as we get um through the rest of the parts but now let's move on to the other reunion vanderpump yeah. which is also crazy however i will say part two Boring. I don't. I thought it was a little boring. Did you? What's the next as exciting as the first one? Did you watch the uncensored extended version? I did. Yes. And other than screaming the f word, the only big thing <laughs> was that the question was proposed to Raquel: Do you want to come back? And she said yes, but she did say, "I correct me if I'm wrong." I think she did say her family is not into her doing it again, right? Yeah, and she. I mean, she basically said like it's she. She'd like to, but it's it's um up in the air. It's right now or something like mm-hmm. that um it was kind of vague but um i and- knew they were i was just gonna say, i knew they were going to do the format of i was I, I was watching with some people and obviously i you and i see the episodes early for screeners so i was just like kind of saying to one friend before we turned it on i was like they're doing the kathy hill in which is you bring out the person who's getting all the chatter about the end of part two and you leave the finale to them i knew they were going to do that and i get it from a television perspective but this whole, and yes, the restraining order, but you could still edit around that and knock Sheena off at 9.25 during part two, you know? Like, I don't understand why they're trying to lead into this and not giving up enough time when like the whole scandal is about Raquel sleeping with her best friend's boyfriend. Like, that's so important. And why are we dragging this out? I knew part two was going to be the lull. I feel like an end of every reunion part two is usually the lull. Mm-hmm. Um, even in Housewives too, because it's like yes. we're wrapping up the craziness from part one and then we're leading yes. into the big yes. finale. They're, they're going to do that with Jersey too and probably save Louie and stuff yeah. for that. Louis will be the third part. Yeah, same. Yeah. But I mean, it was still, you know, there were still some interesting moments. I thought the whole stuff with Sheena and the restraining order to me was the most fascinating, just her breaking down and talking about that because, you know, this was still at the point where the restraining order hadn't been dismissed. I think it was dismissed a day or two after they filmed this at the end of March. So, her emotions were still raw and stuff you, about all uh, that. What do you think about the whole punch thing? Do you think she punched her? Maybe. <laughs> I, the whole, I, I don't know, but- And what's wrong with that? The whole, def- <laughs> the whole defense of the nail thing. Like, I mean, you might not be able to make a fist, but you could still like do this and like mm-hmm. hit her. It might not be hard, but, and I don't know. It's Tom's silence for so long was so weird when he, you know, Andy's like, Tom, do you, you know, what do you know? Did Sheena punch Raquel? Mm-hmm. And he just sat there in silence for like a straight minute. And everyone's like, why aren't you saying anything? And he's like, I feel caught, you know? And it's funny to hear Ariana basically being like, no, you're not friends with Sheena anymore. Don't worry about your relationship with her. I mean, she's very like in his face, like you're not friends with this person. You're not going to be friends. With- mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how that plays out next season. Like, will everyone stick completely on ariana's side will she be able to control everyone's friendship Mm -hmm. with him who's friends with him who's not you know we already saw her cut off tom schwartz in the finale um you know it's gonna it's gonna cause a lot of headaches for production like you can't just divide the cast and still think you can do a whole show together um 
And Bravo that, has a lot of headaches going on because they have a lot to figure out. They have a lot to figure out with Vanderpump with Jersey. Um, the other thing, uh, before I get off topic, the other thing in the uncensored version was, I think, mm-hmm. I didn't see this on the Bravo version, but James revealed he bought a house in the Valley. Um, yes, and, that was definitely not on the TV Okay, version. the Alley moved in with him, but I think they already live together. So he, she moved yeah. into his house, um, a three-bedroom um, ranch or bungalow-style house, um, which is awesome. Good for him. He's, you know, early 30s and already owns a house in He's LA. cashing those DJ checks, yeah. Yeah. He's cashing those DJ checks. <laughs> um, and then Sheena revealed in the uncensored version that her and Brock did sleep in a bed with Raquel, because remember she said she would trust Raquel in a bed with Brock, so she revealed that they were in Vegas together, and they all did sleep yep. in a bed together, but Sheena was in the middle. And then, um, thank God, right? And then Andy asked Sheena if she ever talked to Brock about, like, was there ever anything inappropriate between him and Raquel privately? Um, because I guess that was rumored, like, you know, on the online and stuff, like, oh, I wonder if Raquel, like, you know, move like put the moves on Brock or anything like that. And Sheena said she did talk to him about it she was very strategic was saying she didn't ask him but she never because she never suspected anything happened but she did say did Raquel ever put you in a position where you felt uncomfortable and he said no and that he never even would allow a space for that to exist like he never gave off any signs or whatever he made sure he always like was I don't know just never like open to that so it never happened um and then obviously the thing you talked about in the uncensored version where Sandoval calls Ariana a motherfucker and yeah. uh, LVP. Well, Lisa says, right? Yeah, she says. I didn't, I don't, I don't really co-sign the whole LVP is defending them too much. I kind of uh, appreciate sometimes when she's chiming in. Like I, 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 James is getting a little too much for me during the reunion. I mean, he yeah. stormed on off and on 45 times like a kindergartner. Like that's getting to be a little too much. I and I think she's annoyed with that too. And Andy, just from a production standpoint, like please stop getting up and sitting down. It's just making this more difficult. Like I think James and Lala are using this as a reckoning because they hate that side and they just want to go after them. Mm -hmm. I really, maybe this isn't correct. I could see Sheena being friends with them again next season with the Toms and Raquel. I, I don't know. I asked this to my friends that I was watching with and I was like, if there's anyone that's gonna be friends with them again, it is Sheena. Like, you can see, like, I don't think she feels like she belongs with the Lala, James, Katie group. Like, I think she has, she's always said, like, she's like, those are my people. And now those people are bad people. So now I have to jump to that boat because that's where my friend Ariana is. And that's where, like, the good, quote unquote, good people are. Let's be honest, none of these people are really that good of people. They've all cheated except Katie and Ariana. And well, Ariana the good news is that Sheena um, and Lala are close. So they are and they're like yeah just this season i mean that just happened this mm. season where they got extremely yeah. close. with their kids so yeah it's so cute there. their kids like always hang out it's cute. oh yeah i mean they're lucky there but as far as sheena and katie i don't think they'll ever be true friends no um, and sheena and ariana yes they're close and they've been friends i think they're good friends i think that, so we'll see i think it, it could work out in her favor because she's friends with lala and ariana um but i could see her warming up to stand up i don't know you know what i find really weird about the whole thing in general is that raquel and i know people say this all the time online is raquel is showing no emotions whatsoever like not only did she nothing there's nothing there but like, where is the emotion for losing your friendship with sheena where is the emotion from losing your friendship with ariana there is literally nothing there's no tears there's no like like she's like looking at a producer and she's like oh, it's funny i'm seeing like different realizations watching it but she has a huge smile on her face like i would be devastated i'd be devastated she's my best friends hearing the point when sheena's crying about how this has affected her daughter summer like Raquel's like, maybe I should have written Sheena an apology you know? Oh. <laughs> is there is there a jokester in the trailer that we didn't see that was off camera? What the hell are you laughing about? Bro? I don't know. What are you laughing about? It's- now, before we wrap up, I do think because now part three, the next time we'll talk will be after part three. Yes. What do you think is this quote unquote revelation? Uh, now, correct I- me if I'm wrong, but the revel- revelation comment, because this has gotten all kind of crazy, came from the Variety article, I believe, with 
Alex Baskin, the producer. Yes. And I think that the question was, why have you not started filming yet? Like, why are you not jumping right into it? And I think he said, we need everyone to see the reunion, which I completely agree with. I think that should be a rule for all house, for all Bravo shows um, to start film after they, they have seen the reunion. And I think he said that there's a revelation that not, not everyone knows about or something to that effect. Now it's been said that it's Lisa knew the whole time. She debunked that on Twitter. I am going into next week's episode, part three, believing that I think that Raquel is going to say something in her one-on-one. They also teased to step, watch the last five minutes in that um, in that uh, clip, in the teaser or whatever, right? They said, watch the last five minutes of the episode. Yes. I'm going to give my prediction that I think Raquel's going to say something in her one-on-one with Andy. And I think it's going to be, I don't really know. I actually don't think Andy knows because he did an interview. I and don't. Okay, that's interesting. He was asked about it and he, he was like, confused like what people were asking about and then so i think from that trailer it shows that she reveals it in a confessional with a producer not in a one okay. so oh, yes yes yeah so i don't think anyone knew at the time um i don't i don't know there's speculation about a pregnancy about how far back this affair went i'm gonna say it's i'm gonna I'm locking my prediction right now she does it in that like confessional when they set up the yes like her next to them or whatever and i'm gonna say it started earlier than what she said that's eric's prediction right yeah. now Mine, that's mine too but um yeah so anyway everyone stick around for our interview with Brittany. uh we will talk more about mm-hmm. Intermarket jersey next week and uh... hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Uh, see you then. Welcome back, everyone, to the Pay Attention, Please podcast. I'm Chris Rogers. And I'm Eric Tedisco. And we are super excited because we have none other than Vanderpump Rules alum, Brittany Cartwright. Welcome, Brittany. Hi, thanks for having me. We're so okay. excited. Um, obviously, we've missed you on the show, but you know, we want to start off by talking about an awesome new partnership you have with Cupshe, um, a brand that specializes in swimwear and fashion and stuff for all women. Um, So tell us, how did this partnership come to be? Well, thanks for having me. I'm so excited about this partnership. Um, I've always been a fan of Cupshe. Like like you said, they have like sizes and suits for every single body type. And that is a big deal for me um, as I have struggled with weight gain and weight loss like my entire life pretty much. So it just like meant a lot to me. And whenever they came to me about this collab, I was like, so excited, ready to jump all in. Mm -hmm. And I was able to like go through and pick out bathing suits that I appreciated for things that I look for. Like, after having a child, I, you know, there's some insecurities about my own body that I still have. And I feel like so many other women out there can agree with that, like stretch marks and just different things like that, that you don't feel too confident in. But that's why I wanted to pick some bathing suits that made me feel confident, made me feel like I could wear them and not have to worry about anything. Um, like really sexy one pieces, not your granny's one pieces, like yeah. sexy you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like high-waisted stuff and stuff that could fit like my breast size. <laughs> so um, there was just so many different things that this brand offers. And I really appreciated that. And I feel like so many women out there are going to appreciate that as well. Yeah. yeah. Now this is the um, eighth birthday collection. Yes. Uh, and you've teamed up with um, Heather Ray Elmusa and Chanel. I- is it Iman? Um, yeah, how has yeah. that been? Good lineup. Oh, yeah, I was okay. First off, I was very, I'm not gonna lie, I was very intimidated to do a whole photo shoot with them because they're like supermodels and, you know, Heather Ray is so little. And, but it was just like, it was so much fun. Um, Chanel having her baby bump, like it was so beautiful to see. And like the swimsuits looked amazing on her. Like I was mm-hmm. so jealous because I did not have that um, beautiful, like, all belly bump like she just looked Mm -hmm. absolutely incredible heather just had a baby as well like i think like three or four months old like very young Mm -hmm. and that can be so intimidating right after you have a baby to do like a swimwear photo shoot so i just felt like we all just 
you know, we're so strong and like, we just like all got together and we're so kind to each other. We're able to like talk about baby things and mm -hmm. different fun things like that. And it was just a really fun time. And they're both so beautiful and so nice. So yeah. I had a good time. I had a really good time shooting with them. Did you learn anything about body positivity specifically with swimwear working with them? Yeah. Cause everybody just felt so good. Like we, it, it was just such a positive vibe while mm. we were like shooting and everything that I just felt like it rubbed off on each other. We were laughing, we were having fun. We were talking to each other about like different motherhood type things. And, you know, it just felt really good because it can be so hard to pick swimwear and feel confident in swimwear, especially with like, pre you know, like the paparazzi and like different kind of stuff like that can like really yeah. bring you down. Social media trolls. There's just right. so many got to worry about but we're all being like no we are proud of our bodies and we look amazing so it felt really good yeah has your, I was asking, has your perspective about swimwear or maybe just fashion in general changed since you became a mom yeah I mean I still like my low-cut shirts and stuff like that uh -huh. like I could be a mom and still feel sexy and I think that's something uh -huh. that like drives me crazy is whenever people act like you can't like have a sexy moment or feel like you know, good about yourself after you've had a child, like everything just has to completely change. I don't really, I don't agree with that at all. I think as long as you feel good, go for it, you know? So yeah, it's just been, it's been great. Out of all the um, new styles of the collection, is there any that are your favorites or just in general, like what's your favorite uh, swimsuit style? Oh yeah. So I probably my favorite one, it's like this gold metallic-y one piece has like a cute, like drawstring situation going on here but you just feel very secure and it helps like shape your body type and I really appreciate that I love that I love being able to fit in the tops and the bottoms um and I love a hot this hot pink one is probably my other favorite one because it's like a Barbie hot pink and I just love pink and I just think it's yeah. so good and such a good fun color for the summer so those two are probably my favorites but there's so many other ones that I love I mean the collection is huge mm -hmm. and that gives so many people different um, options to choose from. And I think that's a big deal as well. The fact that they have so many options to choose from because everybody mm. likes different things, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Brittany, what would your advice be to other women that are maybe unsure about the swimwear that would fit their specific body? What's your advice to kind of embrace that? Um, I just feel like you got to be yourself. I know it can be hard, but the more true to yourself that you are, you're the confidence is going to growth in that and other people are going to see that about you and that's really going to make you feel better as well because I'm not going to lie for me it can be it's been ever since having a baby like my body still to this day isn't all the way back to where it was whenever I like first came on Vanderpump Rules I mean I was like stick thin <laughs> so that's never going to be like what I look like again and it, that could be like hard for people to judge that but mm -hmm. I think like showing your true self and showing that you feel confident in, in it and like really just trying to put yourself out there it really mm -hmm will like make you feel better, make your mental health better, make everything better. I, I, I swear, like it just, it can change everything whenever you actually just stop listening to the other people and just like focus on what makes you feel good. Yeah. So good that was, stop listening to the haters and wear yeah. what makes you feel good. That's good advice <laughs> That's for anyone. way of saying that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, what are you hoping overall that your fans take away from this new collaboration and, and partnership you're doing? Um, just, to feel confident and sexy in yourself. And like, like I was saying, don't let people like get you down. Like it's, you know, whatever feels best for you, whether you want to be really skinny, whether you want to have this or that, or like abs, or you don't care about that. Or you, or you, you know, there's just so many different body types out there. And like, I just feel like not all of us are ever going to be the supermodel little skinny bodies like that's never going to be me and I just feel like there's so many other women out there who feel the pressure to look like that and it's not realistic so we should like lift each other up and be happy and be proud of what our bodies can do because women's bodies are freaking amazing no matter yeah. what shape or size and that's something I've always been very like stood strong about because I hate whenever people get so down and I hate Instagram trolls like yeah. trying put people down for what they look like or if they've gained weight, if they've mm -hmm. lost too, too much weight, it's either you're too skinny or you're too fat. Like it's never like good for you for losing weight or good for you for mm -hmm. being yourself. It's just, it's always just something and you just got to yeah. be, do what makes you happy. Do you feel like you've gotten better at dealing with the haters and the trolls on social media? Oh yeah. Cause there was a long time where it would really, really affect me. And you just have to like look past that sometimes and be like, 
you know, I feel good. My body literally made a, a human being and I feel like so incredible right now. So that's just what you have to keep keep thinking of because I can be sensitive at times, not going to lie. There still can be times whenever things get to me. It depends on if you're having a good day or a bad day, honestly. But um, yeah, I feel like I've gotten a lot better at that because, you know, now I've lived in LA for eight years and LA is not like Kentucky. So <laughs> <laughs> Two different worlds like anywhere, I'd say. Yeah. 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 Um, now obviously you and your husband, Jax Taylor, have been doing sort of a rewatch of some Vanderpump Rules episodes. Um, I just want to ask real quick, obviously the finale was a huge, huge deal this week. Um, uh, did you guys get a chance to watch it? And what was your reaction to Sandoval finally confirming the whole Miami girl thing? Oh yeah. It was um we actually Jackson and I went over to our friend Janet's house. Kristen Doty was there. We all mm. watched it together. Kristen like made her appearance back on the show for a second yeah. with Ashes Dashes thing. That's yes. so that. funny. Um, but yeah, so we all went over there and we all watched it together and then we watched Ariana and watched What Happens Live. So yeah, it's been it was just so crazy to see. And yeah, the Miami girl stuff being confirmed, like Jack said it all along. So he knew it all along and said it all along. She knew it all along, but Jax was actually physically there in Vegas. So he kind of like knew a little bit more. Um, So yeah, we expected it to, you know, come out, I guess, but I think that they were like, okay, they're finally admitting that it happened. I just hate that all this is at like Ariana's expense. Cause like she's going so much already. And, you know, she said they, they weren't like fully committed at the time. So I'm glad she's like at least addressing all that and putting it behind. I mean, that was like 10 years ago. I wasn't even in the picture when yeah, this girl thing yeah. happened. Like I was here, which I talked on my own podcast. I yeah. We had Kristen on next week and we were like asking her about the Miami girl situation and how like okay. it happened and how she got there and stuff because I wasn't even around for that part yet. And I haven't watched all the Vanderpump Rules episodes since before I came on or anything. So right. It's just really interesting to see. And, and that whole thing is just kind of funny because like Kristen bringing somebody in, like it's just a funny situation. No, I know, I know. I'm excited to hear your podcast episode. I want to hear all the beats on <laughs> yeah. that. So, um, yeah. and what you saw the reunion trailer, I'm sure. Are you excited to watch that too? Uh, I mean, I'm excited because nervous. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm nervous because they're my friends and like everything. But like, I'm also like, I know that Ariana is in such a better place place now everybody's in such a better place right now than they were like when they filmed and that's a big big thing you know she seems so happy and you know she's like killing it so that makes me happy but it's gonna be interesting to see the three of them on the stage together that's the first time yeah yeah it might be dramatic for maybe ariana to watch back but to see she's in a better place yeah it's good it's yeah she's definitely in a better place but who knows if she'll ever watch these episodes. I know there was episodes that when bad things happened to me, I never watched, even if production was like, you need to watch this because we're going to ask you questions at the reunion yeah. or blah, blah, blah. Like there yeah. was still that I was like, I can't watch that. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be like that. You know, I would. So for sure. A lot of anxiety up. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you want to just avoid it. Um, yeah. Fans have very much been supporting you and Jax coming back. I know that's what something that Chris and I both would like to see as well. What's the details on that? Is that a possibility? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Possibility is that something you're open to? What does Jax feel about that? We're definitely a lot more open to it now than we would have been like, like for instance, for Sheena's wedding, they had like said, would you guys care if we like filmed you guys at this time and blah, blah, blah. And we were like, no, we weren't, it wasn't ready for us yet. Like Mm -hmm. us having a break, from from um, reality TV was really good for our marriage, I think. Mm-hmm. And we were at the point where it would be okay. And we've kind of like gotten better. We've gotten into more things. We've got our podcast going. We're kind of like getting back yeah. into the of things. So if it's right for our family, we would definitely be open to it. We definitely are open to other things too. So yeah. we'll see. Have, have you been appro- <laughs> can you say if you've been approached yet? Um, I mean. Maybe. 
I mean, there's there's things that we're talking talk. about. Good. Yeah, well, we want to sure. see you guys back. Yeah, we just want to see you back. Yeah. Yes, thank you. It would be fun. I mean, that was a huge part of my life and Jackson's yeah. life, especially for so long. There were mm -hmm. some bad moments, but there's also so many amazing moments. Amazing moments yeah. And um, yeah, like the wedding and our engagement and all that stuff was on the show as well. So I had to like remember that and like how much fun I had. There was definitely times where I would have FOMO all my friends would be filming together and like me and Jax weren't there and that's kind of like that felt really weird at first it was kind of hard for us at first but um we definitely needed that time off I will say yeah right. well, and now your husband's uh validated and the things yeah, he's yeah. 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 He's, he's definitely yeah. feeling better but also yeah. he's learned so much from his past and he's grown so much from like all of that so he's still Jax Taylor he's still his <laughs> moments yeah <laughs> he's still good tv but yeah. uh, definitely um grown up a lot and changed a lot so as long as you grow from your mistakes i think that's all that really matters yeah, sure. hopefully tom and raquel can do that the same. i mean yeah, i would hope that they would do that too but right. i mean i don't know this all came out of left field like i i never saw this happening so um, it's been a bombshell um yeah. Brittany, before we wrap up what can you tell us about the podcast that you and jackson going on i know you guys have been promoting it a lot what can you say about how that's going so far uh, it's been amazing it's called when reality hits with jackson Brittany. we're um under podcast one so it's been such a cool experience we have so much fun going in we'd love to be able to talk about whatever we want to talk about People can kind of see more of our like everyday life and how we interact with each other and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And um, we had Kristen coming on this next episode and then next week we'll have Sheena on. So oh, nice. we're starting to have our first couple guests come on. Mm -hmm. um, just been me and Jack so far, but it's been really fun. Yeah, I mean, you guys know being a doing podcasts is so fun, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I thought that Jax and Kristen, wasn't somebody blocked by somebody? Oh, yeah. Jax blocks Kristen, <laughs> like, all the time. <laughs> and she's coming on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, they unblocked each other at the finale when we watched oh. it at the finale. Kristen literally grabbed his phone. She's Kristen's been in my house, like, five times, and she's been blocked by yeah. <laughs> Jax <laughs> This is why we need all three of you back on TV. All three yeah. of you. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, I actually really want to ask really quick, are you guys have any plans for baby number two, or are you just enjoying... Your son, your as, you so know, cute. the, the little preview. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've been super open about it. We talk about it a lot. We definitely want to have more kids. Um, I've always said three. Jax, Jax is like saying two. We'll see after the okay. next one. Um, okay. But yeah, after this summer, I'd love to start trying again. Oh, so, cross. Oh, yeah. Good luck. And um, tell you. us, when does the uh, new Cup She line come out? Oh, crap. It's June 5th, <laughs> right? June 5th, 2023. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I was like, I know it, but I don't have it pulled up right now. Yeah, June fifth. So yeah. yeah, I'm super excited about that. It was yeah, it's been so much fun, and she's gonna be great. I know yeah, people we're are so gonna excited. Thank you yeah. so much for all on Instagram. Yeah, we want to see the yes. photos and and. Oh yeah, we're gonna be all out there in our sexy mama bodies <laughs> and feeling great. So I can't wait. And then you'll inspire a lot of women. So you know. Thank you. That's what we want. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for stopping by, and we look forward to chatting again soon. All right, thanks for having me. Thanks, bye. bye. All right, bye.